Welcome to ABBA Camp, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to ABBA Camp, social media training. I'm your head counselor, Daron Rusquet. And I'm glad that you came back for a second day of ABBA Camp. Uh, today I want to talk about uh, sort of more of the history of ABBA Camp and uh, the important role that social media played in ABBA Camp, plays in ABBA Camp, and really what I'm trying to do in including social media with my children when it comes to uh, ABBA Camp and in general. Um... When, as I said, one of the things that became really important when we, I was running ABBA Camp was to include social media. And the reasoning for that was really to keep me motivated. As I said in the last episode, people wondered, will Daron really be able to uh, run camp? Will he keep his kids entertained? Will they just be sitting in front of a television all day each day? And I wanted to prove them wrong. Um, so I began ABBA Camp with a social media focus which meant that every day I posted pictures and comments and, and talked about the things we were doing. Um, and then I, and it grew. Um, one of the things that grew out of Ampa Camp was uh, a decision to start a project. The project was the following. Uh, Mike's son, Betzalel, was really interested in, in our corks. And every time we'd had Shabbos dinner and we opened a bottle of wine, he said, can I keep the cork? And he, you know, put it under his bed. He put it... We'd, no matter where you looked, you'd find a cork sitting somewhere. And so over the summer, I said, you know what? Let's take these corks and make something important out of it. What a great idea, I thought. So I looked on Amazon, and I found this cork bulletin board. It was a blank, empty bulletin board that you could put your own corks into to, um, to fill it up so you could have a full cork board made with wine corks. I ordered it and thought I was being a really smart Abba, and I, we would be able to use those wonderful corks that we got, and uh, and we'd be set. Well, so I thought, because when we when when the corks arrived, the cork board arrived, I realized it needed hundreds upon hundreds of corks. And although Stephanie and I do like our wine, we were nowhere near going to be able to fill up this cork board. But I had made this project. And I told the boys about it. Now, again, one of the things I've learned is don't tell your kids anything unless you're sure it's going to work out. So I thought, you know what? I've been asking people, I've been telling people all summer long about, uh, you know, about Abba Camp. What if I asked people to send me their corks? What if I asked people to send me their corks and a little story about where the wine was drank or how they knew me or Stephanie or anyone else? Um, share any wisdom about camp. And and maybe if I put that on Facebook, people would respond and I'd get some corks. Now, worse comes to worse, nothing would happen. Uh, but the most amazing thing did happen. People responded with corks. I got corks from all over the place, all over the, uni- the, the country and the world. People sent us corks while they were traveling. People sent us corks from Israel. Now, each time we got corks, because this was all about social media, I had the boys sing a little song of thanks. Now, what was the song? You just heard it at the opening of this week's episode. It was Corks for Kids. For anyone who doesn't know, Corks for Kids 
is was was a song that was a parody parody is a it's kind of a a a a kind word for it but a parody of the cars for kids uh commercial that plays at least in new york i'm sure it's national where people are trying to get you to donate your car for charity um there's a lot of brouhaha about whether the money from the cars actually goes anywhere you do realize that the you're never going to give the cars to the organization somebody will sell the cars and then pass that money along either in whole or in part to the organizations but i took that song and decided that would be our our uh our our theme so every time we got quirks I'd have the boys sing, say thank you, and sing and make a video saying 1877 Corks for Kids, and you heard the song that it was there. And people then would respond to that, and more and more Corks were coming. Now, I've retold this story on other episodes on Jcast Network, but why am I telling this story now? The reality is the, the, the meaningfulness of the Corks was not about the Corks themselves. I believed that through the Corks, I was teaching my children something really important. There is a lot of conversations out there about how to protect your children from social media, how to keep them off social media, how to make sure that they only see the right components. And I think that's really important. But what I did and what I've done throughout my time with my kids is I've tried to do that plus. I've tried to teach them the positives that can come from being having an online life. Now, they're seven, almost seven years old, not yet seven years old. They're not getting on Facebook that quickly. But every time they connected with somebody or we got a response or an email, I would share it with them. Whenever we got packages with corks or otherwise, I would share it with them. And, they would, and I would read them the notes that came with the corks. And what it taught my kids was that their world was so much larger, right? This summer, we did not, that summer, we did not go all over the place and spend lots of money on trips, but people, but all those different places came to us. They realized that through people that they could know, a restaurant in, in Florida would store all their corks for the weekend, for the night, and send them on to us. A stranger in Israel would send an Amazon package because he had listened to and read the Corks, the, the Abba Camp posts, and he felt connected to me and felt connected to my boys. Now, what does that teach them? That teaches them that they have impact, that there are people in this world that care about them, that want to know them, that want to support them. By example, I was able to teach them the power of positive social media. Now, I know that I'm not going to not have to deal with the yucky side of social media in the years ahead as they get older. I think the internet can be a scary place. And we will train them as time is appropriate how to use the internet correctly, how to respond on the internet, what to visit and what not to visit. But their first feelings, their first impact of social media and the internet was an embrace. Was an embrace. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that an unbelievably powerful message to be able to provide to your kids? I don't know. For me, it just seemed like, I don't know, it just seemed right. And it worked really well.
So, you know, that's the other piece. It just really worked so well. People responded, people connected, and my kids felt connected. And we ended up with more quirks than we needed for the board. And the board is on our wall, and we put pictures of their teachers, and we put their artwork up on that board. And every time somebody who comes to visit, especially those people who gave corks, they love to run and bring them over to the board and show them that this is what they were one of the things they were able to make. So there will be Amanutu, there will be art in Abba Camp. There will be social media in Abba Camp. And hopefully we will be training our boys to know that, you know, as the old thing, as the, as the now overly used comment is, it takes a village. And their village is much larger than the Upper West Side of Manhattan, much larger than New York or America. It's an international group of people who care, who follow, who listen, and who focus. So that's pretty cool, huh? So guys, as we end this episode, Nakshana Batal, will you give me one more rendition one of our eight, favorite song? Seven, seven corks for kids. C-O-R-K, corks for kids. One, eight, seven, seven corks for kids. Donate your corks today.